0: welcome back to bankrupt overland we are back at it again with the regulars what's up guys what's up man yo what's happening uh you know just hanging uh it's gotten (laughs) hot here in tennessee I'll say that. Well, not real hot. And I'm not just saying that because because Jeff's on fire right now.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> elephant in the room. Jeez. Uh, Let me cool down for a second. Yeah, cool to cool, cool it over there,
0: Jeff. Cool. We're just getting started here. Just getting started. I, I know you have a, a lot of hot takes ready for this episode on what oh, to look man. for when you are going to buy a 100 series Land Cruiser. I hope so uh and so so. yeah so spoiler alert that's the topic today is uh (laughs) what you should look for when you are buying 100 series land cruiser we're going to pull from some really good online sources that are already available and so we'll call those out tell you where you can find them um and then you'll be able to use those notes and Kind of follow along with this conversation. Uh, Our goal is to be able to give you a a little bit of uh, context to those write-ups and kind of give you an idea of why certain things are important and why they might not be important to you um, to help you make make your decision. So, uh, once again, this is our I think our third episode now where we yeah number three on YouTube number three. So uh, we've got a few people watching Missouri Adventures out there already in the comments. So great to have you with us tonight. Should be a good conversation. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll get uh, we'll get rolling in here. Anything exciting happened the last couple weeks for you guys, wheeling Mm. or camping wise or fixing wise? Uh, Hmm. did I mention I put on sliders?
2: I mentioned I got sliders last time, I know for sure. Yeah, you talked about about getting them, you talked about them. Yeah,
0: (laughs) you did not talk about installing them yet. If you haven't seen
1: Steve's video, you have to go check it out on Instagram. (laughs) It is. You have to watch it at least three times, and then you'll start laughing, and you can't stop. So,
2: yeah,
3: it's pretty
1: good.
2: Yeah, man, that was so fun to record. That was. Was your wife holding the camera at any point? Or I know just- I, I brought in my trash can into my garage and like put up my phone. <laughs> the, on the old trash can head. mount. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then then it was weird because like I had to throw a 10 second timer on, run my fat ass outside with my neighbors looking at me shirtless doing so. Some- <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> so it
0: got real weird, but it was. So it, was worth it Before this video, how many times have you been shirtless jumping around in your driveway? Just for context purposes.
2: <laughs> uh, Zero, but yeah, my so your neighbors is not were probably my like, What <laughs> the hell is going on yeah, over there? And like, my garage smelled like paint fumes. So I'm sure they're like, This guy, what is he doing? He's hopping <laughs> paint right
0: around naked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, man, that video, oh. God, I, I watched it at least a hundred times. It was, so, I loved it. I loved making it, and it just makes me laugh every time I watch it. But um, just, uh, oh, man, speaking. I remember when
0: yeah. it first popped over and I was like, is that, I, I, is that Steve? That is that Steve? really Steve? He's really Steve? Steve? yeah. And I just, and I like the Jeff, sound like,
1: clip is the best too. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: took me a couple times and I just started
1: rolling. Like I just lost it. <laughs> I was this. I was out somewhere when you sent me the preview to it, yeah, like yeah. the draft. <laughs> and like I wanted to show the people that I was with, but I was like, they're just not gonna understand. No. They're not gonna understand <laughs> Steve. They will understand you know,
2: Like, what is yeah. So oh, that's man. definitely my personality encapsulated in
0: a 10 second video.
2: So.
0: <laughs> oh man, that was beautiful. <sighs> yeah, good stuff. Nice. So you made it, nice. you made it real, which is great. Yes. That's yep. that's work in the in yeah. the social world. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so nice work. Yeah, you yeah, guys got stuff done. It up. actually
2: got a fair amount of shares and quite a bit of attention. So, um, pretty cool. I mean, it was just me kind of goofing off, but if I can make other people smile, then that's all. You know, that that's what I'm really out there for. So, um, oh, we love it. We love it. <laughs> good, <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was uh, that was me installing my sliders. Uh, I, I kind of did it the very hard way because everybody recommends jack stands or a floor jack uh i used to have jack stands until harbor freight said hey these might kill you can you please return them so <laughs> obviously um, you returned them i returned them and so i was trying to figure out the best way to to wrangle god what well, i guess they're about 80 pounds ish uh, uh sliders so I they're to, heavy
1: but they're just awkward because they're so long
2: yeah and then they're
1: they're not balanced because of the brackets and everything. Right.
2: Yeah. And yeah, the kick out. So it's not like the balance point isn't right in the middle. Cause it's not equal. Cause there's a kick out, which is more weight and everything towards the rear. So yeah, I finally got the right tools. I've borrowed some stuff from a buddy right down the road and it was super simple. So someone that wants to put on sliders, I highly recommend at least jack stands, if not a floor jack. Cause that really helped. I was able to balance it on the floor, Jack, roll it under, pump it up, and then bolted in. So um, that was kind of the MVP of that install. Man, I, I rigged up some crazy stuff. Like I, I had a block and tackle. I was trying to lift it off of my porch. <laughs> it was, it was sketchy. You city, had man.
1: a handful of things before you even put them on, like painting them. I, yeah, you had like you had yeah. like a rope climbing rig set up in your like carport I area. Did. Like yeah, yeah. So did. you fully had you you
2: you MacGyvered the whole yeah, thing. Oh, I did. It was. I would not recommend. Uh, doing it the way that i did it but um i mean at the end (laughs) of the day it was easy four bolts each side and you know call it done mine was a little bit more complicated because i had ahc uh, and we'll get into that later in the podcast but um uh yeah it was i love them they're they're, they fit really well no no sort of no, no sort of issues or dramas once i got it put into place and bolted up and they're rock solid so i've already even put a high lift on it so just to test them. Uh, I figured I might as well test them in a, in, you know, my driveway setting before I have to try to put yeah, it. I did
1: that exactly nice. when I got mine and I was like bouncing yeah. on it, like shaking yeah. it just to like, see yeah. like, is this thing going to actually hold up? Mm-hmm. Like, is it welded on there good or mm-hmm. am I going to hit something with it? And then it's going to crush into my rocker. So yeah, yeah, I did test it
2: out a yeah, few yeah. times first. I think it's you good can tell just to the do difference. that for
0: sure and the engineers and the sales guy because yeah i'm like let's send it let's find a (laughs) rock use a high lift once to check them out i just went (laughs) out and hit a rock (laughs) on them was the first thing i did (laughs) hey they held up so you know i guess they works they do they do yeah we have um i'm interested in the difference in um installation with ahc because i installed the same sliders Mm -hmm. on the land cruiser but it doesn't it never had AHC, so I didn't have to worry about it. So I'd be yeah. I'm interested to hear what uh what is different. Cause I think those AHC lines run on the inside of the frame rails, right? Yep, yep. And then there's and that's exactly where your U-bolts clamp mm-hmm. to very, very tightly to hold these, as we mentioned earlier, very heavy yeah. pieces of metal to the vehicle.
2: That would just squish them. Yeah. So
0: yeah. there's there's a little bit of
2: finagling that I had to do, uh just because I, I had or have AHC. So um, okay. Overall, not a bad install. Um, is it like a different U-bolt, or do we want to talk about it a little bit later? I'm just uh, curious. No, it's, I can talk about it now. It's exact same. So, Metal Tech 4 is a company that uh, both of our sliders are from, and um, they make them so that it doesn't matter if it's AHC or non-AHC vehicle. Uh, the only difference is I had a couple more steps. So, I had to unbolt a line holder on the back side, and then there's Sliding. two little yeah and then there's on the front side where the the foot rests up against the frame uh there's like a um like a metal sh- plate or metal shield for like the electrical components into the, the globes that I had to uh-huh. take off so it's a total of like six well i guess six twelve bolts uh, driver passenger side and then four shields four little protective shields nice okay. shield thing so. Not too bad, uh, but a couple more steps, regardless.
0: That's not bad at all. No, no I was thinking no. you had to like move some lines or do something, no, something crazy.
1: No. Uh, Pretty self-explanatory. So, yeah, I yeah. think on
0: the normal install,
2: you have to like uh, unbolt the brake line because the brake line also runs. And then you don't have to like actually unbolt it; you can actually fish the the U bolt through there. Like Oh, you know, between I, the... I didn't know you're. You said on the on the normal applications, you're supposed I thought to so. I mean, I guess um, you'll have to, but I did it just so. I, you
0: know. <laughs> You so, can't see my face right now, but it's that face of like, I was supposed to do that? I uh, <laughs> uh, didn't do that? If your uh, brakes worked afterwards. <laughs> no,
2: it's funny. It's but... been working. <laughs> Are you still driving around? Is it still yeah. work? <laughs> uh, it, it's funny, though, because like if long-time listeners have, have remember my, my master brake cylinder story, oh, uh, and yeah. I, I messed that up. Uh, installing a radio and so this time i thought it would be funny to to activate all the warning signs so i pumped my brakes like 25 times got the warning signs and snapped a picture yeah i took a a video (laughs) i I
1: was like what the hell did steve do this time
2: (laughs) i took a video of like the warning alarm going off i was like oh no (laughs) but then you know cut the video before the the lamps oh, went off so just a little joke but
1: <laughs> on a side note whenever i run any kind of electrical wires or anything i always message steve and i go hey can you come over and <laughs> drill a hole in my firewall for me
2: <laughs> and he gets pissed it's pretty funny <laughs> that's funny because i have a um, giant hole in my firewall where I is decided- it a hole
1: or is it like an oval it's like a square kind of like it you yes. can't tell exactly what it is yeah, because I don't know what you you didn't use a drill bit I know that I used to use a step like bit
2: a, and then hit a piece of metal on the back side uh, I was like wow damn it so, <laughs> so then I tried a little lower and then realized that this wasn't because it was like two eggs that are like it's <laughs> oblongs <laughs> so then I stuck some flex tape on it I was like whatever I'll say flex it seal <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it works
2: it's been holding and it hadn't gotten any water in so oh man
0: Yep. I have a few uh <laughs> holes in my Jeep firewall that are covered with a piece of metal and silicone around it. So nice. no shame. <laughs> yeah, it works. Been there, done that. <laughs> so it works. it's real hot in the summer when those holes yeah. are in there. A lot of heat coming in. You can feel in. the yeah. heat coming yeah. through. A Lot of heat coming <laughs> in. Uh, nice. So but, would yeah. you would you did you paint your sliders gloss black or matte black?
2: Uh so I did um there's a textured black that I wanted to try. That's right. We talked about this. You went textured. Yeah, yep. yeah. I did textured. I talking so about that. Um, it's not like Raptor liner. It's not nearly as aggressive. It just looks gives it like a little hammered look. I'm not sold on it yet. So like Pterodactyl um, liner. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's
0: what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, uh... it was like the only dinosaur that I thought was less than a raptor <laughs> <A> T Rex liner. <laughs> oh, that shit would be Ooh. like mountainous uh, <laughs> if it was a T Rex liner. It'd be he like taken off skin if I was. It'd still be gone. it'd be steps into your Land Cruiser. <laughs> yeah, yep. So uh, I no, did a I hammered just... black
1: on mine. Okay. So I did like a, a hammered black, and I liked it. I mean, mm-hmm. it it doesn't look. It doesn't really. Ha- excuse me. It doesn't really have. Have a texture, but it does have kind of like a not like an orange peel-ish kind of like an orange peel-ish like kind oh, yeah, of like I a fish scaly about. a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it just has a little bit of texture. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty close to regular spray paint, but yeah, you know, it's just what I used. Yeah, yeah as I'm long as you have spray. another
0: bottle or can of the paint uh-huh. you use to touch up after yeah. you go have fun, then that's all that matters, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. So when you when you start spray painting things on your rig. You have to create an inventory in notes on your phone because mine is a lot of spray paint. So <laughs> I have like hammered black <laughs> is the, the sliders and then my bumper covers are painted. Nice. and then also my fenders are all painted and they're like iron and i wrote like ace hardware iron color <laughs> and then the other one's like rust hammered black so i have like an inventory of all the spray paint colors and then as Whoa. soon as i spray paint the whole car it's going to be a different one <laughs> but it's nice because you can just grab that can and just mm-hmm. psh, psh.
0: yep oh yeah sure it's all matte black for me Rustolia yeah. matte black, all of it. Nice. Skid plates, yep. bumper, and the bumpers are, I think originally came like gloss, but they're matte now mm-hmm. because yeah. that's uh. what the paint I have. Yeah. <laughs> well, not but they're not all the way matte, just the bottoms Ooh. of them where I yeah. hit stuff are matte. Uh, the top yep. is still gloss. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh man. Uh so anything else besides the slider, Steve? Or that uh. did that take up the the most uh. of it?
2: Yeah, no. That I did the sliders, and then uh, I took um, Olivia, my daughter, and my wife on. Well, it was Olivia's first like off pavement adventure. So that was fun. That's a pretty. That's a pretty yeah. big moment. Yeah, that was pretty fun. So she she was like four months. She didn't uh, like her onesie.
0: I saw though. Yeah, she, she
2: promptly, uh, she, you know, pooped all over that. <laughs> so that's a but nice iteration. Yeah. <laughs>
0: promptly you got us an
1: update this is what she thinks of the podcast and just yeah.
2: everywhere
0: promptly just, pooped on her podcast onesie there you go <laughs> dr seuss would be proud yeah. <laughs> so yeah um yeah but
2: she she was fine actually uh she had like she was sleeping the entire time and granted it was a dirt devil so if you're familiar with the area nothing crazy right um more of just kind of like washboardy style roads so um but it was just a continue to day. do that
1: all the way until they get older too. Yeah. Yeah. Once they're good in the car, man, <laughs> they just sleep. Like I would be, yeah. when my kids were little, I would just be, I would literally be in the desert. like hitting on like washboard roads or like yeah. wo- 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 uh, whooped out roads. Yeah. And the kids' heads are just going <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and they're just fully yeah. asleep. Yeah. Just, just snoring. Yeah. So, um,
2: yeah, I, I wanted to kind of get her out early and just kind of, um, you know, get her used to that. Cause I imagine we'll take more adventures like that. Um, and as she gets older, we'll go more and more, you know, technical, a little bit more further out. So, um, but breaking her in, you know, um, getting her used to uh, that I'm on kind fire. of stuff. Yeah. I'm on fire, no kidding. You're just like you're literally <laughs> in hell right now. <laughs> it's full
1: on lightning out here right now. Yeah. There's full on lightning and the sky is pitch black. So I might
2: just get dumped on in a minute. Oh, this is going to be good. This is gonna be real good great
0: great night to, to do this outside yeah <laughs> yeah the, the video is totally uh totally <laughs> shot now, man yeah <laughs> is it about the storm you' about to get is this about to be a storm storm cast <laughs>
2: <laughs> you should have had a white t-shirt on man that would have been more fun yeah
0: <laughs> oh man but while jeff figures that out i'll uh i'll go into a little bit of what i did which is not a lot um, except, uh, promptly find something else that was broken, um, that I didn't have <laughs> on my list for nice. Creek when they went through everything. So well, <laughs> I was had it? about a day or two back and mm-hmm. heard another noise. I was like,
1: what is that noise? Yeah. No, and, you uh, got more problems.
0: Uh, I had a noise and I was like, what is that? And I couldn't figure it out. And so I hit up, uh, the guys, at Creek. I was like, Hey, I got this weird noise come from the bottom. You know, mm-hmm. they were in every axle. Uh, in mm-hmm. the last week, they're like, just bring it up here. We'll check, we'll throw it on lift, check it out real quick, and do yeah. it on lift. And ended up, <laughs> we put it, you know, put it in uh, in drive on the lift, and you yeah. hear it squeaking. And then you look up at the rear drive shaft, and it just looks like a banana swinging around. There. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> oh. wow, yeah, the drive shaft is, is so that was broken since Colorado. The drive shaft, well, i messed it up in Utah, Benton. yeah, wow. yeah, oh, sorry,
1: Utah. <clears throat>
0: wow. So you know the whole saying about mm-hmm. land cruisers get you home. Um, mm-hmm. that the the what happened was that the drive shaft is still fine, right? It's just out of center. Mm-hmm. It was the U joints that finally gave out mm-hmm. and were making that uh, noise because when the drive shaft's not center, it's just it's putting the pressure on those U joints more than anything. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, it started okay. squeaking, and then like I drove it for like a week and then it started clicking when I would accelerate, and I was like, okay. And so I went down like in the, one afternoon, and in like 20 mm-hmm. minutes, just dropped the drive shaft, turned the center diff lock on, and I've been driving around like that for the last week. So you're front wheel drive right now. Front wheel drive, torque steer. is a Have you done, <clears throat> have you done burnouts
1: factor. and stuff like crazy? <laughs> uh, no, not burnouts. Okay, my 80, I did that, and as soon as if I hit the gas going straight, it is getting wild here. Um, if I hit the <laughs> gas going straight, the whole front end would lift up, and I could spin the front tires
0: so I was pulling out of a parking lot today that was like on an incline Mm -hmm. and it was kind of turned. And when I hit it, you could, I'd like gassed it. And you could hear, (laughs) I was like, Oh no, (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to tear a CV up real quick. If I don't, (laughs) I'm not careful. (laughs) Use your front locker on the street. (laughs) (laughs) Get over the curb at that Walmart. (laughs) Uh, So I I put a, I put a little poll out and hit up some folks and got a bunch of good ideas for where I can get, um, a custom beefier drive shaft made. Okay. Uh, and so year. I'll yeah. be going that route. Um, so okay. probably like a week or two before I get my replacement drive shaft in. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and, uh, and then that'll go in, but outside of that, everything's been nice and tidy since it nice. got back from Mill Creek. But that was one of those that we didn't really realize was broken until yeah. we got back and put some more miles on it. And it was like, oh, oh, this is also <laughs> broken. We're yeah. Eight. Wow. Yeah, I, I looked over it at uh at vitale i was like did you bend my drive shaft <laughs> <laughs> Damn. he was like no it's probably some idiot on some rocks i was like yeah it's probably uh, me <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> you can see the scuff marks on it damn <laughs> i've actually looked for them i couldn't find the scuff marks uh um, oh really okay so, no but there is a local drive shaft shop here that got a lot of recommendations from locally from local people so i'm gonna go oh, nice. take it down to him um try to keep it local small shop if i can uh oh. and um uh, cool. do like that, that do that whole route so but i'm pretty sure he could you know he'll look at the old drive shaft. he can tell me they'll probably be able to find where the actual dent or bend is but there's not yeah. like a big dent on it but it's definitely out of center like okay
1: was, i'm going yeah. inside <laughs> it's raided man <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's a great I'm video. You look great, f- Jeff. I'm going to join on my yeah. phone.
1: It's great, but um it's literally starting to pour right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh we'll let you get resettled and we'll just keep on going. This is the beauty yeah. of a live podcast is is this is just real life. Um yeah. we're in it. Uh let's see if anybody over at YouTube Live's got anything to say. Now. Now the, the the few people that are watching. Oh, to, that's too good. <laughs> must just be on autopilot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Go
2: let me in, LJ. You go let me in. in. <laughs>
0: there he is. All right. Oh, I, so saw some, I, I saw some. I see lightning, lightning behind <laughs> Jeff right now. Like lit up the whole sky twice now. Lightning yeah. back to back. Uh, <laughs> this is nuts. Yeah. This is wild. Oh yeah, he's That's got a full on storm. Man, A I feel storm like- coming in. Don't leave that fire burning, Jeff. Make sure you put it out before you go inside. Watch out. Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> I think the uh,
1: the uh rain's going to take care of itself right here and uh, get it out. So like half
0: our wood. I don't, think, wood. That's I don't think we'll have
1: to worry about that.
0: Yeah, I think you should just take some more time outside and try to put that fire out before those storms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: let me just – uh let me just hang outside for a few more minutes here.
2: Oh,
0: this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This, like, this is like listening to like live radio in the morning or right.
2: something. Right. Like. Yeah. we got some storm chasers like, coming in.
0: <laughs> it was like full-on lightning. What's the weather
1: report, Jeff? <laughs> uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, geez. Well, um, yeah. So while Jeff does that, um, that's pretty much all I did. I did find out yeah. today though that my axles are like a week from shipping. Oh, Scrambler axles. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. If you remember, okay. I ordered them back in yeah. January. Yeah. Uh oh, so they're in exciting. uh they're in assembly right now and uh should be shipped out in a week, which is really exciting because exciting. it's Jeep yeah. season yeah, right now. Is. Uh we've been driving to the ball fields and I've been like, Man, this is mm. this is prime time jeep weather. we should be Rolling over here in the scrambler.
2: Oh, absolutely. Uh,
0: So they get in. um, Mm -hmm. I ordered my wheels today. I decided to use my old 35s that took off the Land Cruiser uh, for now. Okay. Because it was a lot cheaper to order four steel wheels than it is to order a new (laughs) set of 35s. For sure. (laughs) That fit a 15-inch tire. So um, I'm going to do that. And then I've got a buyer for these already Mm -hmm. lined up. He wants to buy the wheels and tires as a set, yeah. and so uh, should be able to nice. uh for the price there and and get mm-hmm. those thirty fives on that are sitting under my house right now. So
3: That'll be awesome. found found
0: a place for those to go. Yeah, and uh, yeah, then it's time for the scrambler. I'm I'm hoping. Yeah, I got. It. I'm gonna put it out in the world. I put it out in the world today to a few people. I'm gonna put it out in the world. Maybe it comes true that um it might be done by the time Rome for low has their Windrock ride and oh that'll be cool i might just take it up there for its inaugural trail run out at Windrock. Ooh,
2: that'll be sick
0: um because wow. you know because it'll give be a good chance of, at
2: that point
0: try out the lockers mm-hmm. get everything you know you know really 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 dialed in um but, yeah, comes. I mean, I don't know if a shakedown run at Windrock's the wisest. I'll probably try to tow it. Uh, <laughs> That's probably the wisest. <laughs> I do have some PTSD from getting stuck in the middle of Kentucky with that Jeep. So, mm. um, yeah, towing it might be a good idea for this first run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or. <laughs> but, yeah, so that uh, that part of the restoration is uh, about to be underway again, which yeah. is exciting. It's been wow. sitting for – six, seven months now waiting Mm -hmm. Uh, I longer than that. I think it's summertime. It really is when, Mm -hmm. so almost a year has been sitting just, you know, I've been, I started up about once a month, started up today, let it run, get hot, you know, pull it around the block time or two, just to keep everything moving. Sure. Um, Not that it matters because it's all going to be. It's all going to be gutted anyway. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, just try to keep it. Keep sure. it loose, loose. Yep, yep, yep. Um. So yeah. So that's gonna be moving soon. Hopefully in a month we'll have the Jeep back running and it'll be back in the fleet cool. as a regular commuter. Nice. Uh. And I can stop putting so many miles on the Land Cruiser because <laughs> it's uh it breaks a whole lot less when you only drive it on expeditions. I will say yeah that. At two hundred and seventy-five thousand miles, the more miles you put on it, the closer you get to yep. something else breaking. Ooh. Um which is maybe a good segue into what we're going to talk about tonight, um, yeah. which is yes. what you want to uh, to look for when you're out buying a hunter series. And so talking to the regulars and I've had a couple of buddies of mine and and um, a couple of listeners actually had reached out asking, you know, if we had any information on um hunter series land cruisers and kind of what they should go look for and, at one point, Steve and I did a common maintenance items on a hundred series land cruiser, which is a good start. Sure. Um, but doesn't really go into um really like what are like when you're going out to buy one, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Like what's a good example? What years are are preferred over other years? Yeah. Is there a certain mileage thing we want to look at? Right? Because a lot of these right now are going, you know, you've got I'm getting pictures from my buddy, one of my close friends who's looking and he's sending me, you know, he'll send me a one every two to three days that he pops up, yeah. and these people are asking some mighty proud prices. They're, up.
1: They're getting up there, yeah.
0: For some 200,000 mile, I know, yeah. And you don't have as many choices
1: as you used to back, you know, when that Slee wrote that guide. So it's not like you're going to be picking and choosing
3: mm-hmm.
1: with that's right. These cruisers, you only have one or one or two options usually within right. your budget when you're buying these things now. So, yeah
0: yeah yeah whenever I looked we you know i went and I was back in 2018 2019 2019 and uh yeah 2019 it was the end of that summers when I ended up buying it but um whenever I got mine, I had about a two hour range that I would drive and I'd probably oh, get two hour one, range. Yeah, yeah one to two mm-hmm. land cruisers a day hunter series that would come in. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what it is today. I don't have all those alerts set up and, and, and kind of timing there, but, you know, locally you might have one a week that would come up in Nashville at a dealer, private yeah. party, whatever. Um, and, and so now, I mean, I'm sure it's, it's, it's maybe in that same range, maybe a little bit lower, but it's, it's not any better. I know that you don't have more people selling lanterns right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, so we thought we'd go through based on that, um, and just. You know, all of us owning a hundred series and going through this process, we thought we'd talk a little bit about our processes and and what we look for, and give some folks a little bit a uh, little bit of a guide here. And so we're going to sure. actually pull yeah. up the Slee Hundred Series newbie guide, um, which is a really great tool and resource if you are out there uh, and just thinking about, hey, I, I might want to go out and and grab a hundred series. I don't really know where to start. Um, and, and these prices are high. So like kind of, how do I become an educated buyer? And I think in today's world, everyone wants to be an educated buyer. So here's a little more, uh, education for you. Um, so I'm pulling up the guide here and we'll kind of start if y'all want guys, just kind of, some of this is like basic stuff, like how to inspect a used truck. And, um, so one thing, I don't know about y'all, but I, I pretty much didn't look at anything north of Kentucky. Oh, no. Uh, here. <laughs> no way I would have looked anywhere <laughs> On the East north. Coast. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Kentucky is my limit. I won't touch yeah. anything. And I guess yeah, so, for, for our West Coast listeners, uh, it's because that region is considered, uh, is it the Salt, salt belt? belt? Yeah, the Salt, salt belt. belt. Yeah. And they just, they love. Or the Rust Belt. The Rust Belt. That's what I've heard it as well, too. They love to salt their roads, and so um, it, it just everything that I've heard from people working and wrenching on rusty hundred series, they're like, spend the extra coin to either the travel or to find a clean example. Um, but yeah, I agree with the LJ. Nothing, nothing north of Kentucky, and even some examples in Kentucky. I'm like. Mm. I don't know about that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's just they've they've been on the road so long, and if they spend, it really, really, it becomes a problem when they've spent you know multiple years consecutively mm-hmm. up north. When it's like yeah. plus three years, you know, yeah. in, in Ohio, I'm like, nah, no. bro, uh-uh. <laughs> no way, <laughs> because because you can actually open the hood on those, mm-hmm. and all of your metal screws and fasteners under the hood are going to be rusted, right? Like that's yeah. when you know it's bad. Like, definitely know no, it's a about, bad car yeah <laughs> yeah like when you when you see rust that is, that is on your fasteners under the hood um you know and, and it you, what and here's here's one thing that that dealerships will try to do too right they'll coat the bottom of the car so when you take a glance under it you see that it's black paint and it's okay um but when you open the hood you'll see the rust on those um on those fixtures, or if you look in the suspension areas, you'll see where they can't get to it or overspray on the back Mm -hmm. of tires is a good way to notice too, or back of wheels, Mm -hmm. uh, overspray of paint. So those are some things to look for when you're looking at these that that you might say, Hey, it's been up there a little bit, but it's been taken care of. They'll say that they did a dry ice clean or whatever, all these, there's a ton of things you can do out there to try to treat them. But at the end of the day, like you're, that salt finds its way into everything. Yep. And the simplest repair of maybe just changing shocks, the shop's going to charge you double the labor because yeah. they know every bolt's going to burn a break and they're going to have mm-hmm. to, you know, basically like burn out. Everything they change, yeah, and it's so different
1: being out here on the East Coast because you have to worry about that. Where on the West Coast you don't really get those cars, yeah, coming out to California. It's a lot of desert. You do get the beach cars. So my buddy had a brand new, yeah, yeah. My buddy had a brand new Chevy Duramax, and it was I think it was six years old. He bought it brand new, and he lived on the beach. Like literally across the street was the beach. Mm -hmm. and it had rust going through the roof the frame was rusting he had an h1 hummer where the coil springs rusted and just cracked in half oh no and it's it's just as bad because you just have that ocean mist Mm -hmm. from the waves just blowing on it all of the houses like beachfront you can see all the nails and everything on the siding all rusting too so it's that's where you get the, the rust from. You don't get it from um, vehicles um, that have salted roads. So that's, it's an interesting thing to be here and realizing that um, now.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's serious. You, you know, you basically, yeah, like I said, so when I was doing my search, I, I just Kentucky, like basically Clarksville, Tennessee is an mm-hmm. area that's like around the Kentucky line. And so if it was that was kind of my max. Like I would maybe yeah. look in Clarksville, but <laughs> yeah. Even Clarksville gets more snow than Nashville. Like they, they they still get another week of extra of snow just that one hour north. Yep. So do they yeah. Salt so we're in thing, Nashville. Yeah, they do. Okay. So every every time that you know it rains here or snow, or it's gonna snow, they salted it. And so you pretty much, you know, there's probably five or six times over the winter where you want to run your car through a car wash and get an undercarriage cleaned out to get all that off nice, catch yeah. up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sure will. Um, other things on the body. Oh, wait, before we go too much further, I know there's some, there are some unique places in the hundred series land cruisers where rust can develop uh, and give you a really bad problem, but it might not be because of salty roads. It yeah. could be because of water leaks.
2: Uh, I thought okay. I thought you were going to talk about something else
0: that you experienced, but yeah, the water—it is one just... of them. But I was going to oh, okay. go with the tailgate. So that's an area that you okay. see a lot of people have to replace. Is the yeah. um, I guess more of the hatch. Yeah. So yeah, the third brake light housing will leak. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there's a gasket, very r- thin rubber gasket that that obviously just cracks and wears out over time,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, and water will get down in there and just sit in that hatch and you'll, you'll see a lot of them where they'll start rusting out rather than the Land Cruiser mm-hmm. uh, logo uh, yeah, nameplate yeah. there on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, then you also have one behind the bumper cover on the back as well. That was the one Steve, you were talking about. I had that yeah. I've, I've seen multiple Land Cruisers have that and mm-hmm. there's an AC drain line that runs from the air conditioner in the back of the Land Cruiser down through the body and it goes through this this, compartment that sits right behind your your tire, your wheel well. And it's just a it's a compartment and it's just an airtight compartment. And <laughs> this AC line over time will leak and yeah. have condensation and all these things. And uh apparently one side of mine leaked. And when we took it the, the bumper cover off to get ready for the four by four laps bumper, uh we found this hole. <laughs> I was like <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yeah. I was like, um, "Well, we got to fix this before I put this bumper on because if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not going to."
1: He's not taking the bumper off and doing all that. (laughs) No,
0: no, I'm not. And so, uh, yeah. So luckily, I had a a really good friends, Nick, (laughs) that uh, told me to come over that night, and we put a patch on there and got her taken care of. But um, I know John, who who does the uh, tech talks for us. He had the same Mm -hmm. problem on his. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it a few other places as well, um, where that's a problem. And then, um, another one is also behind the front drivers, like that kind of quarter panel fender area. I see okay. a lot of land cruisers end up getting rust right there. And I think that's another compartment too, where water mm-hmm. gets behind that plastic, um, fender guard okay. and, yeah. and water sits in that area and sediment can get in there. And if it gets mm-hmm. in there, it can't drain water will sit yeah. there and start to rush through that as well. But those yeah. are some other areas to look at. Uh, as you're just walking around, looking at the car to try to see if those are those areas have have had rust. Which the area behind the rear wheel well that I was talking about that hit me, like that's not really a bad area. You can get that yeah. patch pretty easily, but you could probably also get a grand taken off the asking price. Yeah, if you, you find it. Spot that, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that one's so hard some to of spot it, though without taking the whole bumper off. So you can just like pull the bumper cover out and see it. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. So that's so, super easy to check then. Yeah. I, I okay. found that. I found it on a couple of them that I was looking at when I was looking at Land Cruisers, I found it. And so oh, I had okay. seen it before. Um, I never checked on this one because it was so clean that I yeah. didn't think like there's no, like I, I can't find rust anywhere. So there's no way there's rust, but yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> sure enough. That's that's what you <laughs> get, LJ. That's why you <laughs> run through a checklist. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that, uh, those are, those are the most areas that I see about rust, but if you have, ru- if you, there's one that's rusted, just walk away and just take your time. If you think it's yeah. bad, just, just wait, cause they're mm-hmm. out there. The good ones are out yeah. there and, and it's going to be so much easier for you to maintain it, especially if you're buying it at 200,000 miles, mm-hmm. you're going to have to do maintenance. You're going to have to yeah. pay for it. So it's going yeah, to have to do away it somewhere. Uh so either you're gonna be dealing with it or a mechanic is, and if a mechanics dealing with it, they're charging you every hour they're having to deal with it because they're yep. pissed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> extra the extra tax for sure.
0: Yep. Um, while we're on body, another thing I notice a lot is um checking how the paint matches across panels. Okay. So <laughs>
2: another way, maybe one that you have experience with.
0: Uh, no, I haven't had this problem. Um, okay. But like if you look at like wrecked vehicles, like they'll do a repaint on them and yeah. you can tell if they've done a good job or not because mm-hmm. those panels, like the fenders, might not match. Um, exactly. Oh, you're talking yeah. about my door. Your yeah. door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You actually see that. You can see that the paneling oh, is, is, a, is a different color, the, the, the trim piece. Well, it's, um, and it's
2: because you can paint amazing but you can't ever like replicate wear or like sun damage fade, or just yeah. oxidation of the paint right so
1: typically they don't fade over door panels they fade to a crack and then that's mm-hmm.
2: it yeah. yeah yeah
0: so if you see like if you see a, a car that the seller saying is is clean and hasn't been in a wreck and then you see mm-hmm. that the fender or the front fender and the front door don't match exactly you know yeah. that's a lie Yeah. Uh, And so just some things that like, you know, as you're walking around the vehicle, just see how close they match. And if you're walking around it and you're looking for how close they match, you're going to notice if one doesn't, because (laughs) the hood's also not (laughs) going to (laughs) match that fender uh, as well. So you'll be able to figure that out pretty quickly and see that. Um, I'm trying to think outside of that. Check your VIN numbers. Looking
1: looking Uh, inside the door jams, too. So looking yeah. inside the door jams, you can see if there's overspray, if they if they sprayed something. Like my wife's 100 Series has a little bit of paint. You can see where they like has a little bit of orange peel on the back quarter panel. And you can see where there's a little bit of like clear coat overspray where they didn't actually like um, paint it correctly. So yeah, um, not a big deal, but you can tell. And then obviously knocking, like tapping on the panel, you can hear when there's Bondo.
0: Mm. And my 80 series, oh my I've God. I've never been able I mean, to do that. So what is it like a, like how different is the sound? I guess I've never I going to try that next time more, with you so I can hear it. <laughs> so yeah, just tap on my 80. It's pretty much 90% Bondo, I think 10%
1: metal. Um, <laughs> just tap on it. It's kind of like finding the stud in the wall. Okay. <laughs> you have to just tap, 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 and then you can kind of hear the pitch change and it's, mo- it's less echoey and it's more like a thud done um, okay like, um, dense material
0: yeah kind of like hitting a piece of wood compared to a hollow piece of metal or something uh, yeah. exactly yeah there's a, it's
1: a different pitch and you can tell hmm.
0: yeah um i'm trying to think other other body stuff i mean you're, you're gonna get some older examples that probably have especially they've been in the desert areas you might see like the hood yeah. could be the, the the paint could be fading and stuff but those yeah, are things yeah. that'll happen Mm-hmm. Um and certain types of or certain colors
2: of Toyota paint, uh the the clear coat peels off real easy. So like I know the salsa reds, um the walker our buddy has a salsa red GX and I know we're talking about Land Cruisers, but the salsa red
1: uh, it's, basically
2: coat, basically, basically, it's basically yeah. Land <laughs> Cruiser. Basically, basically <Lankruder>. um, <laughs> J- 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 basically or wh- whoever that, that uh writer is is <laughs> listening. Um <laughs> No, like certain colors will will have like clear coat peeling on it. So um, kind of, but that's like an obvious thing, right? Like you can clearly see when clear coat is, is peeling.
0: But that's something to check out. If you got somebody saying (laughs) it's a perfect example, Mm -hmm. call them out on it. Yeah. I think outside of body, like, I mean, outside of it being wrecked, and you know that check the carfax and you'll be able to see where it was wrecked and then you can kind of look in those areas to see if anything Mm -hmm. looked crinkled or not repaired correctly yeah um those kind of things but body wise it's you know it's pretty much the same across the board outside of those couple areas where water can leak in um uh you could pour water uh at the end you know on top of the land cruiser (laughs) Like and try and see if it leaks anywhere because that'll okay. help, you know, that'll give <laughs> yeah. you an idea. Um, there's have you I'd like to buy you guys, your Land
1: Cruiser, but I want to take the I want to spray a to water it. hose,
0: a hose to the top of it and see if it leaks. Yeah. Uh, some of them leak. Um, yeah. you'll probably also be able to smell the ones that leak on the inside as well. Probably. Uh, um, I was thinking of something else and I lost it. You mentioned vins, like VIN numbers, vins. Um, yeah, I had something else, um, Speaking that's of a VIN numbers,
2: um, a guy that I follow on Instagram or an account I follow on Instagram, it's called cruising the land. Um, he was looking at buying, uh, an 80, but he checked Carfax and the VIN number and all that. And he found that there's an odometer discrepancy. Oh yeah. I saw that. You saw that too. Yeah. yeah I like, saw that rolled back like 80,000, you know. Or I don't maybe it was twenty thousand miles. I'm not sure what it was. It Didn't match um, up. Yeah, it didn't match. I thought up it was most. like
0: forty thousand miles.
2: Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was forty thousand miles. I'm glad we. I all remember saw seeing that. it, and I remember
0: <laughs> feeling like the mileage wasn't mm-hmm. like wasn't enough to really be like what. Uh, like it was just uh, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you're gonna roll it back, like like roll it back, dog. Like yeah, <laughs> like make some money if yeah. you're gonna do it. Like don't just you're driving do it a, a little bit because you don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to roll it back. <laughs> if, you're, if you're gonna be illegal, be illegal. Yeah. Like don't
2: <laughs> you're already don't there? Don't half ass yeah. illegal yeah.
0: it. Like go full bore if you're gonna do it. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. <laughs> I was no, just my no, random thoughts <laughs> when I saw that.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's what uh, uh the, I mean just simple things like that. And I guess maybe that that to me stood out because it's like, I, honestly, like, I don't really look at the, the VIN or the, um, when I see a Carfax, I don't really look at the mileage. I look at the total mileage, but I don't look at the individual mileage of each, you know, service history there. So I just always assume that it's right. So just yeah. pay attention to that
0: a little bit closer. They could have had a gauge cluster go out and replace yeah. the gauge cluster with a used one. And it had less mileage in it, I guess. And that, sure. that, that could have been the reason. Yeah. If, if you it's do that really at hard dealer, to roll back. can't you actually
1: program it? Can't you program it at the dealer?
0: I think that you're supposed to, if you do that, you're supposed to put the mileage to where it was. Back before. to what it was, yeah. yeah. Because some people uh, are
1: like, oh, it had a rebuilt motor at 200,000 miles. And you're like, oh, yeah, sure, okay.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: sounds good
0: dude (laughs) jeep jeep had a rebuilt motor i was rebuilding it again and like a thousand miles (laughs) yeah man you gotta watch out those rebuilt those rebuilt motors but you gotta watch out well this isn't uh this, this is getting a little bit outside of jeeps or outside of land cruisers but what i've learned on rebuilt motors is a freshly rebuilt motor is always suspect Always. Oh, so interesting. Okay. If it's freshly it. rebuilt, that means mm-hmm. someone hasn't put mileage on it, and mm-hmm. probably means that it might not be the best build, and they're trying good. to get out from under it before it completely yeah. blows. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's smart. So, that's
2: something I wouldn't have thought of. Like not so to if get see too sidetracked it,
0: off that. Yeah.
1: But my Land Cruiser is a salvage title. I bought it knowing that. Mm-hmm. I knew it was that, but. It was, it's a 1997. It was totaled in 2000. So it was three years old and it took enough damage. So it took what? $20,000 for the damage supposedly to fix it. Mm -hmm. So it was obviously enough damage to total it at three years old. But the car has driven.
0: It's been totaled for that long.
1: Yeah, it's been totaled for that long. So what that tells me is Obviously it drives perfectly fine because it had like 30,000 miles on it when it was total. Yeah. They fixed it. They had it painted at a Mako paint job in San Diego, mm-hmm. which was a gray off paint color okay. and they fixed it and it's fine. And it runs and drives straight. So it's is that, that the one old. you get
0: from Ace hardware or is that the Rust-Oleum? Well, that's a different one.
2: What's on your list?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I gotta like. I'm just joking on Mako.
1: (laughs) Take it. Yeah, I gotta take it in there. But what that shows me, you know, talking about the freshly rebuilt engine, like this is not a freshly salvaged title. It wasn't like someone bought it and did a shitty job fixing it just to sell it. Yeah, it has had 175 thousand miles on it since it's been totaled. So. Mm it obviously works. There's no, the radiator is not cracked and it's going to blow, you know, it obviously was done right. So, or I guess somewhat right.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 I always try to find like, see if it's had like five, over 5,000 miles on a rebuilt engine makes me feel comfortable that the build is, has been quality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cause I've got now, I've got about 4,000 now on this mm-hmm. engine that we've rebuilt and now I'm starting to be like, okay, like I'm not nervous that it might blow up at any time.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so get in it. Because after that happens twice, you're like, okay, like, is this thing ever going to be right? Yeah. <laughs> like, is there, is this cursed? Do I need to just sell this one, start over with something new? What's going on with the world here? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, it makes you feel good. I bet I in a startup today. So I was like, okay, she's still good. Nice. Fresh startup. <laughs> Hadn't started for she a month works. and right back in it. I was like, gotta love the fuel injection, those four O's. Nice. Um, back to Land Cruisers, though. So we belabored body. Mm-hmm. Um, if your Land Cruiser has a new, en- a rebuilt engine in it, uh, it make sure it's got some miles on it before you do it. Or if yeah. it's been swapped with something, make sure it wasn't just recently swapped. Those mm-hmm. are suspect. Yeah. Yep. Um, electrical is next on Slee's list. Mm-hmm. unless there's anything else in the body that you would say, check out, um, rust areas, the tailgate, look at that area, look for paint bubbling around paint. that area yeah. and, um, under the bumper covers, check yeah. for rust in those areas. Otherwise look under the car and you'll be able to see pretty quickly. If it has rust pop the hood, mm-hmm. you can look at the metal fixtures in there and see how it is too. And that can give you a good example. Um, outside of that, make sure the paint looks normal. Yep, that kind of covers body. Yeah, we miss anything? I think we cover no. our body pretty good. It's pretty solid. Yeah, it's pretty solid. I mean, and we should and we should just be like guys that do this regularly. Now <laughs> we're getting so good at it. Consultation. <laughs> and when you're looking at a cruiser,
1: it's really hard to remember. Like, did you have this printed out, and you're like going item
0: by item? Um, I did always have this on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. and and I would kind of like it it would help me like it really did help because it would cuz you get I mean it's a social it's not only you're looking at a car but it's also a social situation yeah. so if you're if you're at a dealership you've got someone who's trying to pressure you into buying that car in the next hour yeah and so yeah. they're asking you questions and they're trying to build a relationship with you while you're just trying to look for a car and yeah. yep. and it's okay like I know what they're doing it's their job but you're being distracted from distracted actually from what you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's part of, that's part of the game. It's part of the tactic. And so I would always have this, this pulled up so I could kind of, and I would, and over, I looked at so many of them. I really did guys. Cause I was pretty picky. I wanted everything to work if I was yeah. going to buy one. Yeah. And so I waited until I found one where everything worked, but yeah, I'd have it on my phone. And I, and by the time I went through like 10 of these, I probably looked at like 50, probably 20 to 30, Hundred series and probably yeah. 10 80 series when i did this yeah and i would have my phone up and after yeah. like the first five to ten it was a it was a routine yeah. i would like you know walk i talk to him like okay i'm gonna go do an inspection of the car mm-hmm. and then i would just like take the key with me and just go through my kind of lists yeah it's about 10 minutes it would take me to go through everything and look it all over but nice. that's that's kind of what i would the, the what you know kind of what you how you have to get into like you're inspecting yeah. a vehicle like at this point you're not just you know when I when I got my wife's Yukon, it wasn't nearly as intense because it's a it was a four year old vehicle, sure. so yeah. you weren't looking for things that were out in two hundred thousand miles to see if they've been replaced once. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. So to answer your question, yeah, I, I pretty much had this on my phone, nice <laughs> walking okay. around. Um. You know, doing sure. it while I was while I was checking it out, and I was gonna say too as as I was into this this is something you can pay for. Like you can pay a shop, an independent shop, a hundred bucks mm-hmm. and they'll do a, a maintenance inspection and come back and give you everything that needs to be done to that vehicle to make right. it roadworthy and, and tip top shape. And so if you're looking to buy one and you just don't know um, mm-hmm. and you're spending 15 K I'd, I'd spend a hundred bucks of insurance and yeah, <laughs> no, oh, for sure. No, know what i'm getting into uh, um before i get into it right because that'll that can make or break it for you right you might think it's great and then it gets into it and because they also have um the guy that bought my tahoe he worked at chevrolet and so he actually brought one of their readers with him and was like hey do you mind if i check the history on it i can go back and see he can see all the check engine lights that i delete off of my (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my Land Cruiser right now. Yeah. You <laughs> can see the history in those and I mm-hmm. and see that. And so there were, um, you know, there, the, if you pay for an inspection, they can mm-hmm. do those, can run those back. tests and see if there's been, you know, because you can clear the CAT code for the catalytic converters yeah. with nothing, you know, with an OBD2 reader and the Torque app. Yeah. And so if yep. someone was looking at my Land Cruiser, they, they would drive it for a month and then they would get a CAT code. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's what will happen. But if you have one of those readers, you can see and know that, oh, the cats are going out on this. Did you fix them? Yeah. If they don't have proof that they fixed it or did anything, then you know that you want to walk away, maybe. Yeah. Um, speaking of cats, cats are a pretty big deal. They're mm-hmm. like a thousand a pop <laughs> yeah. cars. Yeah, they're not cheap. So um, having something that might be able to check the history on those cats is a good idea because... Mm-hmm. Uh, Mine are making funny noises, not noises, but they're throwing codes. Yeah. And uh, and we don't have emissions, so I'm not too worried about it. But, um, you know, it, it probably will affect the drivability at some point, uh, and I'll have to get it figured out. But cats are important. They're expensive. Yeah. Um, it kind of gets into – so I'm going to come back here, roll over the place a little bit. Um, but electrical. Jeff you're you're huge on electrical here, man what do you see when you're looking at at these cars oh, do, you, do you get into, into the electrical side of it when you're looking at like a 100 series? I didn't look at i mean
1: my buying experience my buying experience was completely different than what you did um both of the land cruisers I bought they were so cheap that it was such a deal that I was just trying to buy it and get it. I showed up with the cash buying it no matter what kind of so it didn't really matter. I honestly didn't look at like anything on my 80. The only thing I cared about was did the front locker and the rear locker work and did it did it drive. <laughs> that was literally the only thing. It had a blown head gasket, it had a salvage title. The thing was the thing was in, you know, it needed work.
2: But, that's actually something, and to touch base on that, uh, I've heard of guys that will say, oh, not they they won't say, but they've seen a vehicle that says, oh, yeah, it has front and rear lockers and it has a switch for it, you know, but it's its not hooked up to anything. And so yeah. people are being, I've super- seen a couple
1: of articles talking about that, but yeah. yeah, that was the first thing I did. So I was that's like,
2: that's garbage. Holy know, cow. Because you could buy the switch for 30 bucks, put it right in there. And say, "Oh yeah, front and rear locked." And then, how are you going to check that unless if you? What a fucking
0: showed. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: So the way you check it
1: is you go drive down the street, you put it in four low, and you put the front and rear lockers, and you do U turns. Yeah. And that's that's how you check it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I did that, and I literally was in a neighborhood down in San Diego, like in the middle of downtown, doing a, 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 a probably a seven point U turn with, front, <laughs> with the front and rear lockers on in four low on the yeah. street yeah and i mean the thing was like porpoising like crazy
2: yeah
1: and you couldn't i couldn't steer and then i was committed so then i was in the middle of the street blocking the street <laughs> trying to get the thing unlocked finally got it and i came back and i was like all right cool i'll buy it <laughs> and i had a to tow at home so yeah. <laughs> um yeah checking those things um the when I bought my wife's hundred series, the locker switch had cobwebs on it. And I have a picture and there's literally <laughs> cobwebs on the locker switch. Never and used. The, the guy I bought it from was a cop. Yeah. And he said the previous owner bought it brand new and it was an Asian family, mm-hmm. um, you know, an upper class Asian family that bought it brand new. Yeah. And they said that they just used it to, to drive to work. Yeah. So the car had never been in the dirt. It's the the rear locker had never been used. Wow. The cop didn't know what the four wheel drive high, low switch was. So it had never been put in four wheel drive low. So that shifter Mm -hmm. was like, it was kind of stuck. You really had to kind of jam it in to get it in there because it had never been moved. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I checked that, put it in four low, you know, the rear locker, I think it's seized up. It just doesn't work. I never needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you don't use it, the thing is just going to get stuck there and just get gunked up. So, um, electrical stuff, you know, checking for blown fuses. The main thing is, is making sure there's no check engine light. And the main that when, when you get in the car, turn the key on, you should see the check engine light turn on. Mm-hmm. once you start the vehicle the check engine light will turn off
2: yeah
0: so it's a good point make sure you haven't like pulled the bulb
1: out yeah exactly put tape over it or paint it or
0: whatever um
1: uh, <coughs> so Always try
0: that- everything like air conditioning heat. so I, I had bought a car a truck when i was in high school mm-hmm. and i bought it in the winter time and never tried the air conditioning yeah, it doesn't make sense, you know. <laughs> and then in the summertime I had no air conditioning. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I always I always try, you know, like you like Jeff say you turn the car on. I try everything. Like turn the radio on, turn the radio off, like every single setting of your air conditioning to see if it makes any noises. Mm-hmm. Um all your buttons and yeah, yeah, I I, I try all of it. Seat. Yep move because Lee's Landcrugers too, the, the seat motors will go out in them. And so, yeah, it's common big on the eighties too, right? Yeah. yeah the eighties
1: go out. Um, you have to place the gears. Um, so yeah, not to get sidetracked on the eighties, but yeah, just checking everything. Um, it, it's, you know, make sure all the speakers work. That's one thing that people don't usually check in the radio, turn it up. Those speakers mm-hmm. blown. And what, what you're doing is you're looking for
0: back and forth in the car because they can move the fade all the way to the side. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Check all those. And what you're doing is you're trying to find bargaining pieces you're trying to find a way to have them reduce that price. Right.
0: So at the end of the day, if you really want to buy that, yeah, that's, that's something where you can, you can try to not knock that price down if you really want it.
1: Yeah. And it's just the negotiate. Hey, I came here to buy a car that was working. The speakers are blown. The stereo, the stereo knobs worn out. The seats don't move, you know, blah, 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 whatever it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interior coming down here on that. I think we covered electrical pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so.
2: Like try the everything.
0: Part, yeah. If it's a button, push it, see what it does. If you see wires hanging around, on 100 Series, you should probably run because you shouldn't see any wires on 100 Series. Yeah. No. It <laughs> should be nice and tidy everywhere you look. Yeah. Um, yeah, interior, uh, if you're buying one at 200K, you're probably going to have a split in the driver's seat. Yep, That's yep. pretty standard. So if you see that, My wife's don't, doesn't.
1: don't worry. My wife yeah. doesn't.
0: No? Oh. It's good. It's got 250
1: wow. on it, and it's good. There's, I mean, there's a couple, like, scratches in the leather but not an actual tear where you can see foam
0: mine finally went at like 260 yeah. uh and then we had to we've reupholstered that one and just got it done but yeah that's something that that you're probably going to see so don't worry about it you know yeah it's been all doom and gloom so far it's you're yeah. just gonna have a little bit of a crack seat it's just it's just the part yeah. of it um it's about four hundred dollars to get replaced so that's what you can use as your bargaining chip whenever you try to talk down <laughs> yeah (laughs) the seller who has it um outside of that smell the interior Mm -hmm. uh like don't turn the car on immediately when you get in and just sit in there and smell it and see what it smells like and you'll be able to smell if it has like any mold or mildew smells so you turn the car on the air conditioner will naturally pull moisture out of the air and could have a different smell to it as well Mm -hmm. which could hide that um you know they can put filters in these things that have febreze smell in them now and you know, you don't even, you won't even notice it. So the best time to check yeah. it is when the doors are closed, you first open it, you'll be able to smell what the car smells like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah car condition of carpets and all that stuff. If you're buying one of these, it should be clean, pretty clean. Yeah. Carpets should be in good shape. Most of the seats should be in really good shape outside the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can look for like matching panels and things like that. But yeah, everything should be nice and tidy. You got anything else in the interior? You might Please. have a third row. The yeah uh the AC the,
1: in the rear.
3: Oh
2: the rear AC. So two. yeah. I
1: mean if the AC is leaking, if those lines leak, which they do because the front the front passenger tire basically throws water up on the AC lines, which are I think they're aluminum. Um aluminium, and it just corrodes it. So alu- yeah. aluminium, whatever, yeah. So it'll actually <laughs> corrode those and <clears throat> If the AC doesn't work at all, excuse me, the rear won't work, the front won't work. But, you know, check to make sure it works. The rear heat is run off of coolant lines that run from the engine all the way underneath the vehicle along the frame rail. And there's actually a mini radiator underneath the driver's seat. And that actually has a fan in it and blows for the rear heat. So when you have rear heat turned on, it blows out by the feet. When you have the rear AC on, it blows out in the vents in the top. So check those.
0: Make sure it works. Good stuff I didn't even think of that. You have a whole nother system that sits in the back. Well, two actually, because your heat and your air are in different spots. Yeah, you're two
1: full systems, and it's it's you know it's like the Tahoes, the old Tahoes, and the old Suburbans had rear, rear A yeah. or rear AC, which is not uncommon, but it does add a lot of cooling potential too the hundred series, which is really nice. And um, when you have seven people inside, you know, it's technically seated for seven, right? Um, That's a lot of body heat. And imagine what it's built for. It's built for third world countries, deserts, hot temperatures, and you have seven people inside, you're going to want some solid AC going.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a big difference if you just have the front on and don't have the back on at least the summer around here. Um, yeah. you, you, I pretty much always have the back on because it cools down and stays so much cooler mm-hmm. when, when both units are running. Yep. Um, so we, we got interior pretty good here and we're going to get into drivetrain, which is, is oh, where, a lot. yeah, it, well, drivetrain is where you really start to see, um, a lot of differences in the years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so it, it might be best to just go down, um, to the year models.
1: Yeah. Let's touch talk base about real quick. is, is, is basically the best way to do it is put the vehicle on a level surface, put it like, like you're put it in neutral, let your foot off the brake and then put your foot on the brake to kind of like remove any strain from the dri- drivetrain and go from reverse to drive. And since these are all wheel drive, there's a lot of components. Think about a spline and when a spline is touching another spline, there's not a perfect fit. There is a little bit of play. So that play along, you know, talking about transfer case, U joints. So there's two U joints on the front drive shaft, two on the rear, and then you have the spline from the drive shaft into the transfer case you have the spline on the or you have the ring and pinion gear from the u-joint into the drivetrain. so you have all of these things which can wear out and that's where a lot of the times you get the reverse to drive clunk on these 100 series and 80 series because they're just wear all throughout those and all the way into the axles the axles have splines that go into the the carrier and then the axle splines go into the hubs. So there's you know tons of room for wearing out things. Mm-hmm. And you'll get the reverse to drive clunks and it sounds pretty bad, even though it's not that bad. Mine has had a clunk ever since I got it and I've been running it and it's been fine. Yeah. But um it does it is a wear component and you will hear it after you know 150,000 miles. You'll start hearing that clunk. And it's a good thing to bring up and say well, that's that sounds bad. There's a lot of components that need to be replaced. You know, technically not really, yeah. but um, it
2: could be a bargaining
1: chip. Yeah, a bargaining chip. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would say drivetrain. That's one of the biggest things there.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's a, that's an easy first test, right? Like yeah. you're in the parking lot, and you just you just stop and go from drive to reverse to park yep. to reverse to drive. And just kind of go through those and listen, and if it start, if it just moves in that direction, and you don't hear any clunks, you got a good one for sure, um, and 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 that's good. Another way to test clunks is if you're coasting, and then you hit the oh, gas. Yeah that's a way to test clunks too. Um, that'll, Mm. that'll let you know kind of (laughs) where, where everything is as well. Um, I don't, I used to have the drive to reverse clunk. We fixed that by replacing the CVs and the flanges. Those were worn out. Um, and, uh, and, but I still have a clunk from coast heavy into acceleration. I can ease into the acceleration and there's no clunk, but if it's like coast gas, uh, you'll you'll hear a clunk in mine for hmm. sure. Yeah, and it's um, even worse when you take it out of overdrive
1: or put it in like second gear, and then you yeah. slow down and then speed up. You can really hear it then.
0: Yep. Um. So yeah, Slee has some good stuff on here coming into you know getting deeper into that. So that the thing is the clunk. A lot of them are going to have clunks, and you're really not going to be able to know what it is unless you take it to an inspection. Um, unless you're that guy and you're going to take it to a shop yourself and put on the lift and check all those components. but you're talking like Jeff, I think you had like eight different components that you'd be checking along with different oh, yeah. bushings and, and all kinds yeah. of stuff that it could be, it yeah. could be as easy as greasing your drive shaft or it could be replacing CVs and yeah, that was one else. that we
1: forgot is the slip yoke. You know the slip yoke on the front drive shaft and the rear drive shaft. It's a spline, and it intertwines in each other. And you know, you think about it, it just clunk and clunk. I mean, every time you hit the gas, or every time you hit the brake, or every time you downshift, it's just it's just wearing things out. And it does put more wear and tear on the vehicle with an all-wheel drive vehicle because there's more there's more components. But the thing is, is if it wasn't an all-wheel drive you would be wearing out the other components twice as fast. So a rear diff would, you know, blow up at 150,000 miles probably if it was only two wheel drive or 200,000 miles it'd be blown up. But you get that extra mileage out of it because it's splitting the the amount of wear amongst the front of the, of the vehicle as
0: well as the rear too. So yeah. that rain just came in here. I just heard it <laughs> hit the <Yeah>. garage door. <laughs> uh, yeah. he, uh, here's some other stuff in the drivetrain. When you're under it, um, look for leaks, uh, common leaks at that mileage. You're going to see our, uh, valve cover leaks. Uh, I think I might've lost you there for a second. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> you're back uh i was saying common leaks are um like uh, valve covers yep mm. those, valve are, covers those are those happen a boys. lot you'll smell oil when you turn off the car when you, after you drive it for a little bit you'll smell oil um valve cover leaks are pretty common mm-hmm. um uh power steering fluid up. leaks mm-hmm. are common at that at the higher mileage uh the return reservoir and and hoses yep. get you know Worn out over time, dried up, and you hard and replace those hard and dry. Yep. Um, what are the leaks? Am I missing that are kind of common that you shouldn't worry about? Uh, too exhaust notes?
1: leaks in the manifold with the manifold oh, like cracking, a little
0: ticking camp. Yeah. The if It's a cold tick, cold time mm-hmm. you're testing it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah you mm-hmm. can have a first start. I could be a problem. Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, going about the talking about the valve cover. That's what actually killed my first alternator. My uh, The valve cover was leaking so much, it leaked onto my alternator and just got oil all in it. So some of these issues can compound into bigger issues, which then yeah. cost more. So, yeah, that valve cover gasket is, is, is a pretty important one.
0: Uh, it's super important. That oil gets everywhere. It can mm-hmm. end up starting to fire on your exhaust manifolds if you're not careful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh i'm trying to think uh leaks wise check your axle seals cv axle seals if mm-hmm. you want to go to the do the effort of dropping your uh the skid plate on it it's only a few bolts you can see those uh cv axles that come out of the diff yeah the inside ones mm-hmm. yeah that i can help you out and then of course if you look at the cv boots you can see if there's any wear on those those will leak a lot and you'll be mm-hmm. able to kind of yeah. And if a CD's the CD's not bad, it's just the boot. boots. Too. Oh, steering rack boots—that's huge because that's a big ticket item. You're talking two grand yeah. to get that fixed if you're going to a yep. shop. Yep. So, um, Missouri Ventures said, so. check
1: the spare tools. Make sure you have your toolkits. you just yep. commented yep.
0: on there. Yeah.
1: Speaking Everyone of, have,
2: um, tool if, kits. If, <laughs> I think uh, there's there's a, an account, Dad Adventure Mobile. He has a hundred series, and one of his uh, plugs you know, is getting misfires. There's, if you have a complete toolkit, you should have a spark plug remover in there too. So um, that that's a component in that little leather wrapped roll. Nice. Um, so it's pretty empty. Yeah. Hefty. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I have the toolkit for my 80. It's a nice. full, it had like the first aid kit too. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's I can't get to it because it's behind my like drawer system, but it's in there. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: There's a good
0: uh, one. Check the spare tire.
2: Yeah. Yep. Um, it's the crank,
1: the crank on the spare mm-hmm. tire gets seized on these and that's why I have mine strapped down with tie down straps because it broke. They get corroded because no Mm. one ever uses them. Yeah. Because land cruisers don't get flat tires. (laughs) Uh, Make sure that
2: your spare is the same size because these are all wheel drive vehicles. You can't be running multiple size tires. So I think there's a tolerance, uh, you know, um, well before we move on, check the radiator. mine was kind of browning right and, and that that's the yeah. as that, that plastic um, heats and contracts heats and contracts, it'll start browning and cracking. and so and that's an easy visual visual thing. you know you could just say look at it and be like okay well, there's little hairline fractures and cracks in there. You can kind of negotiate that down a bit exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's one thing that that'll kill these trucks is is the coolant shortage. Coolant, that's, yep, heater tees. That's oh, after you buy it. Yeah, after mm-hmm. after. But if you're buying from a cruiser head, and that's not done, they're not a cruiser head. Facts. Facts.
1: Um, <laughs> is it is it bad to say that I've never
0: checked my
1: wife's heater tees? Never. They're gonna check never. you
0: if you're not careful.
1: Especially <laughs> <'cause we're laughs> about it now. You
0: got to do it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna check them. I'm gonna check him. I haven't touched that car. I literally haven't touched anything on that car in three years.
0: Wow. You better keep yeah. your mouth shut.
2: Yeah. Dig
0: in a bigger <laughs> hole right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <He is. laughs>
0: he is. Um, I, I was reading some more things talking about driving. So one thing I did too, was I, dr- I drove around for like 30 minutes. Like okay. I, I did not rush through a test yeah. drive. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know. I just was like, if I'm going to test drive it, I'm test driving it. Like there were a couple of times when we were in these Yukons when they get back, like, I don't know if you're coming back. <laughs> I was like, you have a phone number, bro. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: a good tip is to go get, like, if you're test driving, go get lunch. Well, I did yeah. that when I bought my Jeep. I just, we were in like Valdosta, Georgia. I drove the Jeep around for 30 minutes, got lunch. We were able to talk about it, be able to think about it. Because mm-hmm. like you mentioned, this is a very high pressure environment. If you're buying it from a car dealership being able to just kind of relax over lunch and and take your mind out of the car buying phase of, you know, thinking and and overthinking and processing, and then coming back to it fresh, you'll, you'll discover so much more because there's like like an excitement, you know, if you're buying a new car, there's that excitement. And so taking that, that hard break of like, okay, we're not going to talk about the car. Maybe you want to talk about the car, but not with it right in front of you enticing you take a lunch on a, you know, or go get coffee or something. Just take a break during the test
0: drive. It's also a really good way to get a better deal. If you're, if you can walk out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, They'll call you back. Yeah, they will. Uh, Yeah. So we know that test drive, drive it at different speeds, take it on the highway, hit it 70, 75, uh, run 50, 55, just kind of, make sure you're doing some hard braking at those speeds as well to make sure there's not any vibration in the brakes, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, coming into the actual year models, which is what I've been, I've been itching to get to this phase because, uh, this is the most exciting part. And two of my favorite years of the U S land cruiser 98 and 99 because they had rear lockers. Yep. Only land cruisers though. LX the only have, you know, no, yeah, yeah. yeah and so we'll also go through a little bit of the differences between the lx's and land cruisers um yeah. fun fact about the LXs: as we talked about this earlier they didn't have selectable lockers electronic mm-hmm. lockers in the back like the land cruisers but they did have a limited slip differential to where mm-hmm. um you know it would it'll engage if you start to you know it starts to feel feel slippage in the back there yeah. um so both options did come with some type of uh i would say locker assembly uh yeah. in 98 99 but that was the last year that a selectable locker was seen in a Land Cruiser from the factory
2: yeah um they didn't have a track at that point though right so nope. 98, 99 did not have a track so there we go that's
0: something to
2: keep in mind uh, and that that was across, you know, LX or a uh, Land Cruiser. Um, they just at that point, A Track wasn't wasn't a thing in Land
0: Cruisers. But was A Track the answer to the locker at that point? Like, hey, we're not gonna we're gonna spend money on it. The it was intelligence I think it was a braking yeah. system instead of the steel that's needed mm-hmm. for a locker and the yeah. wiring and all that extra stuff. Yeah, it was.
1: I I feel like it was more of a, a luxury item because mm-hmm. <clears throat> they they had such they had the, <clears throat> they came out with the eighties and they had, you know, people needed these rear lock or lockers front and rear. And then they built this IFS and it was, I think it was their way of building a vehicle that was more capable without any effort or touching anything. Yeah. Um, but that's just my thought of, of, of it. And they're like, you know what, you could literally just put it in four wheel drive low and you don't really have to do much. Like mm-hmm. they don't really talk about like, you know, limited throttle or anything. But you can kind of tell, like, when you overpower it, like it wouldn't work. But
3: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I think it was just like a, a luxury type thing where it's just like it, it's just on and it's just on by default. Yeah.
0: It helps all around too, right? It's not just selecting it and using it. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you have it when it's raining as a anti-braking system, you have it, you know, you have it all over the place. It's used in multiple, multiple varieties. So I, I, I'd agree with that. It's more of a luxurious, it's, it's helping in a lot more ways than just the lockers would. Yeah. Unless you're out trying to get rowdy with your friends and do dumb shit in it. And then you really want your lockers. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Although for some reason, Toyota didn't see that as a target market for their 25-year-old vehicles. I don't see if I, don't seem, I really <laughs> missed that. <laughs> yeah, they did not. Um, a couple of other things for when they came out in 98, they had four-speed transmissions. Uh, mm. They went to a five-speed in 2003. That's a big, big change. Yep. Yep. Um, The differential was different. As I understand, <laughs> it was a little bit weaker until, I think, 2000 is when, uh, yeah, 2000 is when they upgraded the differential. Um, but this goes into the pandemic known as the hundred series land cruiser front differential blowage pandemic. Uh, I think it's a novel pandemic, uh, in the last (laughs) couple of years as well. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but (laughs) I know a bunch of people have grenaded their fronts. (laughs) We're seeing a lot of, and honestly, mine's an 03 and I graded mine, and it has the beefiest front diff you could have. I okay. think putting 35s on a Land Cruiser and getting rowdy up hills and rocks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know what's interesting, dips. though? It's <laughs> just going to blow them up is, after yeah. a while.
2: <laughs> uh, Lee, the gentleman we've had on a couple
0: times. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, Mr. He's, Mr. He's, yeah. Sumner. Mr. <laughs> Sumner. He's
2: seen more late model, like more 4 pinions grenade and two pinions in his personal experience. Now, does that mean because there's more four pinions on the road? I'm not sure, but, you know, uh, he's seen more four pinions and two pinions. So, um, I think the consensus is that the two pinions are, um, just weaker just because of the design of them. Um, but that, that is something to consider, you know, if you're going to wheel hard, um, and use it for what it was built for keep that in mind. And I think it
1: goes to the same concept that we've been kind of preaching ever since we started talking about this is, is you're, you have a vehicle with 200,000 plus miles Mm -hmm. that has not had a front differential rebuild. So there's that play that what we just talked about that drivetrain clunk Mm -hmm. and you have 200 plus thousand miles wearing out on that front drivetrain, typically in a four wheel drive vehicle, it doesn't even put any wear and tear on that front differential until it goes into four wheel drive. Yeah, it's all free spinning. So with this vehicle, it's always four wheel drive. Yeah, um, and you're wearing that out every single time you hit the gas. So that's the same concept that I've been saying is it was already it was already fucked to begin with. Yeah. You were already you were gonna blow it anyways. You yeah. could hit a curb at Walmart and blow. The front diff just as easy as you could on a rock obstacle. Um, that's just my thought.
0: Yeah. It's a better story if you're in a rock obstacle. Just saying. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I would have been, I would have told anybody if I missed mine, i have been in a parking lot. I'd have been so embarrassed. <laughs> like,
2: no, it was just time for a front diff. Uh,
0: I was driving the on the road. <laughs> she just blew up. It was crazy. I was not <laughs> yeah. in a public parking lot getting groceries when this happened. Uh, so uh, 2000, you mentioned earlier, Steve. A track hits the scene, mm-hmm. yep. and lockers are gone. Yep. Uh, differentials gone. beefed up to a four pinion unit. Um, and I think I, I think maybe looking at Lee's numbers too on those four pinions, you're talking about seven years compared to two years of manufacturing. Years. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you're gonna have yeah. a lot more four pinions out there just naturally. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, not to say there's not something there, uh, but not much happens in 2001 except, oh, interior a lot of upgrades here. Mm-hmm. A lot of looks like child restraint systems, yeah. The anchors, those are nice when you got the, the car seats. Yeah, I didn't have anchors
1: yeah. on my 2000.
0: The uh, the one touch up and down auto glass function. I love to uh, uh tell Erica that her Yukon doesn't even have as luxury of items <laughs> as my Land Cruiser does. <laughs> I love that feature, man. Yeah, it's, it's a nice feature for sure. Uh I the Yukon has, has it the front, on the front but not the back. Oh, the yeah. does not having the back. Yep. What's your 80 is your 80 on both of them too or is it just the front?
1: No, I think it's just in the driver. Okay. I think it's just in the driver
0: window for my 80. Um, that's one of those like seat warmer type of nice things. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not going to break the bank for you, but man, it's mm-hmm. real nice when it's you can just, nice. you're yep. done. Yep. Um, you get a compass. This never worked for me. Someone has clipped the wires that went to the rearview mirror. So I've never had any of that functionality. Oh, that sucks. do you know that? how that happened? They put in a review camera and changed out. Oh, they did. Yeah, and then when I, when okay. I bought it, it was like hanging, barely hanging on. It like broke off, and so luckily they say had the, the original one it. included, and so I I went ahead and uh, okay. put it back up. But it does. I didn't. all I didn't do the wiring, I was like I'm good. I oh, yeah. should have. Yeah, because um, if, if you don't have
2: that automatic glare resistant thing, if I think that if I think that's what it is, that's super nice. Like yeah because my wife doesn't oh yeah see when the sun is like going down the all of the the mirrors will turn blue and it's it just yeah it prevents a glare or someone That's coming nice up behind touch. you with their unadjusted lights on their lift 2500 hd there's no <laughs> sour sour feelings about that
0: <laughs> i just see i just yep. see you sitting with your top hat yeah. <laughs>
2: i need some i need some like uh some baja designs on my tent that i could flip the switches and blind the hell out of them like assholes anyways moving on dvd players cool
0: <laughs> yeah i didn't have the dvd player in mind. it wasn't an option that was there uh but yeah those are pretty neat no major changes in o2 no um and this is also a big change too because this is 2003 and later a lot happens in 2003 on these vehicles yeah uh anybody most people i talk to that are looking i give the same advice i say try to find just a 2003 and up if you can like yeah it's going to be a little bit nicer you have a little bit more creature comforts and it's going to have the better you know the beefer drivetrain all those things Um, i don't necessarily go like deep to like Go 06 07, but like I do say if you can try to find an 03 and up. Yeah. Like those are gonna be where your money's gonna be best spent. Um so there's some updated designs. Nothing crazy.
2: When did we get 17 inch wheels? I've never seen I never that got before. those. I had the Whoa. 18-inch wheels originally. I have line. 18s too, but I didn't know 17s were an option.
0: I didn't either. Oh. Those would have
2: been really nice to have. I want 17s. That's why I'm so curious. <laughs> yeah, I'm so curious. I like the 16s, that. man.
1: 16s are common.
2: Shout out to John, man. He um, he got me a set of 16s, five 16s for free. So he he nice. drove he drove up to Bowling Green picked him up for me and I didn't even ask for him. He knew that I was, you know, I wanted to go a little bit smaller than 18s. And so he, he went up there, grabbed them for me and said, Hey, when can you come get these? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
0: yeah. Pretty cool. So. um, Well, what are you, you going to put 35s on those 16? Sorry. I can't just drive by that.
2: <laughs> uh, my plan right now is not to go 35s. Like I'm, I'm comfortable with 33s um and so 255s 255s you said 255 85s. Okay. um three fifteen, seventy five. Re- 75s great
0: <laughs> okay okay go go 305s go 305
2: <laughs> split the difference okay 80 <laughs> 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 no uh, uh so i just want more sidewall at the end of the day that's what that's all it boils down to um I don't want to two inches. Do, huh? That's like it, basically an inch more sidewall. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want a little bit more sidewall plus they, they are free. So I could save a little bit on tires and, um, still be good. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, nice. I mean, ideally I would love 17, 17s would be kind of the the
0: perfect fit for me, but, um, she find some O three seventeens 17s out there. Oh, I, I have no idea. Seventeens are a thing. If you have seventeens, let us know. Find us yeah. on Instagram. Something. Let <laughs> us know if you have seen the elusive seventeen-inch wheel. The only Lankers. Toyota
2: seventeens in our bolt pattern that I know of are the Rock Warriors. Yeah, the yes. Tenders.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that's Yandra. That's why I'm kind of shocked to see that Yandra. Uh, some more interior changes. Yep. Yeah. Dash handles screen just changed and this is also the year that you can now upgrade to the tesla screens in O3 and up yep also in O2 and under you can put in like a regular double din cd player too and you can do that also which you can't do in O3 and up because, yeah, because you have to integrate the back. ac controls yep uh steering wheel controls those are nice when you're wheeling you can turn the music up without having to take the uh That is nice. Hands off the wheels. Mm -hmm. That feels good. Um, Got five more horsepower. Five more. Hey, five more horsepower. I can feel that some days. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: Uh you have this power tilt and telescoping feature that will break on your Land Cruiser. <laughs>
3: uh
1: it is a nice
0: addition while it works, but it will break. Yeah. It will break. Have yeah. You ever adjusted, adjust it
3: though?
1: Like I've never adjusted mine.
0: Mine So you just want it to break in, in the right spot. Like does. That's what you wanted to do, mine luckily <laughs> broke in the erect position. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah. So every time I turn off the vehicle and open up the door, the, the, and pull, I guess it's pull the key out is what it, is, it starts the yeah. process, but it'll start retracting. Yep.
0: Mine used to do that. It did that mm. for a short time nice. of ownership. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, and it's really expensive to repair. So mm. it's just going to be a stationary yeah. steering wheel. <laughs> um, anyways. Drivetrain. Five speed transmission. Yep.
1: Yep. That's the big one. This will help your steering. And then, yeah, the other variable gear.
3: Yep.
0: be curious what yeah.
1: that means. The um, gear ratio lowered. So you went to four. A, you to so four you went ten. to four 10s instead of four 30s. Because
0: mm-hmm. you have the fifth gear.
1: Yeah. So Which they should have kept. They should have kept the same ratio. They went for gas mileage, mm-hmm. not performance.
2: Uh, uh, really true. quick, yeah. that variable gear ratio on the uh, steering column. I have that; it's VGRS on mine, um, and it allows the the system to give you heavier or, or or lighter steering at different speeds. So if I'm in a parking lot, it's real easy to turn the steering wheel versus uh, at highway speeds they weighed it down using gears a little bit. So it's less twitchy. So here's the definition
1: of that. It says variable ratio steering is a system that uses different ratios on the rack and pinion steering at the center of the rack. The space between the teeth are smaller Mm -hmm. and the space becomes larger as the pinion moves down the rack. So when you're going, when you're, when you're steering the wheel, just a teeny bit, like, you know, if you're going from, um, nine and three Mm -hmm. and you tip it to you know 12 and six Mm -hmm. the ratio of that it's it's a less less it's less uh sensitive less input and you you don't turn as much so you put in more input you don't turn much Mm -hmm. so it it adds confidence and then once you start going to do a u-turn then it it steers faster
2: interesting and that's why actually that's why my steering rack is a little bit more expensive and a little bit like if I, if I was to compare it to like an O2 steering rack, it's a different, I can't, those aren't, those aren't interchangeable. I have to get a specific. I bet you could swap it in. No, no. Like someone tried to swap. There is a the difference. Actually tried, yeah, someone I after, think really, the mounting locations are
0: different, like completely different. right? Uh-huh.
2: And there's like an input shaft. So like uh, someone actually tried to completely remove VGRS from their, I think it was from the GX actually. Maybe it was from the LX, I'm not sure. But it was like the the column, the steering column shaft was different. Like there's quite a bit of componentry nah, that's different behind gotcha. the scenes. But yeah, to LJ's point, it's it's the mounting location that's different.
0: <clears throat> um charcoal canister, shift pattern change. Front and rear drive shafts were updated. Um, even though it really doesn't help when you come banging <laughs> down top of the world. Um, so that's that. Differential change. Cross member changes. Cal converters were made more expensive.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, this is something I've, I, I've actually used since I saw that. Um, the crank hold feature. Have you noticed that where you just got to like you know, that means you just turn it and as soon as the key hits the ignition it, you don't have you to hold out. it there yeah. to keep cranking the engine to get started oh, you just click so nice. it and come back and it'll run through its system and start without yeah, you having yeah. like yeah. hold it down
2: it's real scary when like your battery's dead and it just like keeps going <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like oh shit how do i turn it off <laughs> no, will keep trying me off guard a couple times <laughs> yeah it'll we'll keep trying yeah. for a second yeah <laughs>
0: But that's, that's a because I'm like feature. I don't want
2: to mess that starter up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah a, those are expensive. And uh, a shitty location, bad location.
1: It's a great location though. That's the thing. It is. It lasts last so long, fifty thousand miles. Yeah,
0: yes. yeah yes. most location, of the time you're losing them in sixty to ninety thousand miles of the starter because of the location of them. Yeah, you're right. Sure. Under the engine, oil leaks on them, and all kinds of crap. Water.
3: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Gunk. Your leaky oil gaskets. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that's why we You're say right. three else? We just had 10 minutes, I think, on what all changed. Yeah. There's quite um, a bit. And so you don't see a ton changing after that. Um added lumbar support for the passenger seat. That's nice, I guess. Mm, yeah. Lights change oh, or windows changing? change colors.
1: Bluetooth in 2004?
0: I don't I mean I don't know if that actually is a thing. Is that a thing?
3: Miles
1: do you have
0: Bluetooth in your it. car, Steve? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's like, garbage. That's
2: banana. It's shit. That's crazy. Oh <laughs> like
0: uh, yeah. I mean it is crazy. What can you do you on about
2: it? it? Uh I can I can play songs if my amp wasn't sh- dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I can like I can uh, I can. Th- I think I can do voice controls, but that was before. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure I can like play music on it. I didn't know that. And I could do
0: calls and stuff on. It. Like, yeah, that's pretty good. So that's a pretty big function for like '04 and up. Like if you're looking yeah. at them, you know, because Tennessee's hands-free Tennessee. Like you're not supposed to be on a phone at all. Like in your Jessica band, got so. pulled over for that today. <laughs> today today no.
2: yes. <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah they well she's like they, talking
0: on the phone or texting I think
2: she was texting yeah she was at a red light texting i'm like <laughs> i've told her i told her i said it doesn't doesn't matter it doesn't so matter got Even her stopped a at a red light got her stopped at a red light yep oh yep. bro
0: Well i think it's a, was it Wilco? i think it
2: was uh it was a sheriff oh yeah yeah it' was a sta- is a, well, a state trooper Oh yeah, they don't but play. It was, but it was in Williamson County. Yeah, <laughs> it was in Franklin. Yo, yep. did, did they give her a ticket for it? it was, yeah, it's like a sixty dollar ticket.
0: Dang,
2: oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: not too bad. <laughs> but sitting no. in your car at a red light, texting on your phone, and you get a, you gotta just go pay sixty bucks. Well, to you gotta somebody. do it. You can't be doing it up here, man. Yeah, you gotta no. be doing
2: it down here. <laughs> you gotta do it the whole. Make sure the teacher doesn't catch you.
1: Yeah, if you're up there like holding above the wheel, you're busted. You can hold it down by your leg. Ain't looking in there.
2: <laughs> oh man, she got pulled over today.
0: So yeah, that that's was... rough. So yeah, try to get an 4 and yeah, uh, you can just over. talk to your through Bluetooth to your phone and not mm-hmm. get tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize yep. that was 4 till just now. I think me and Jeff are both just flabbergasted <laughs> that that was your rough. That's pretty crazy. That's that's awesome. <laughs> um backup cameras that is an option yep you get some different colors in the glass different kind of coolant oh so there's some hundred thousand miles
1: before you change it that's that's big yeah so
0: 2003 is the only year that there's a transmission dipstick on 100 series land cruiser oh
1: 2003 Uh, or lower below
0: right do you have a yeah? Stick? Yeah,
1: because it's considered a lifetime. lifetime guess it's the
0: only only five speed Land Cruiser. I guess. Oh, is what okay. I heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, Matt was talking sense. about it on the Rome for a low trip. He was like, he had no three as well. I was like we're the only ones that have the. He says we're the only ones that have the five speed that have a dipstick. Mm-hmm. I wish I uh, had a dipstick. Because I think he was checking his at the time. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know the last time I checked my transmission.
2: <laughs> We're not gonna to. check that it's till good. we get home.
0: <laughs> <It's> good. <laughs> There's certain things you just don't check on trips. Like it's like, <laughs> no, nah, I'll check that when I get back. We're just gonna pray. It'll make it it's so good. <laughs> um eighteens become standard in oh five. Yep. 2006. There were some big, some big changes, right? So they, they you know, the highest tier of the Land Cruisers you could get is 0607, right? That's going to be, it's going to have all mm-hmm. the changes and the 0607 changes. Um, headlights go to plastic headlights in 06, though. Oh, uh, you know that? Yeah, mine was mine was plastic in there from glass. Shot. Yep. When they redesigned it, they moved. So I had the glass ones and. They're nice. They're tough. Some guys have taken some
2: serious hit on those glass, and they they hadn't cracked or shattered or nothing. There's a little pit, right? But yeah, no major damage. That glass is stout.
0: Um, yeah, Get some LEDs. The engine mm-hmm. gets better, right? BBTI, yeah. Um, AHC back in the chat. What's up? Becomes yeah. standard on Land Cruisers. <laughs> 06,
2: yeah. 07. Optional so, for land yeah. But LX has had the AHC since the beginning.
0: I yeah, thought so. What, I, but 2000? I think most of the most of the 06s 07s I've seen have AHC on it. Like
2: did you have know, to thinking. ask to
0: have it take it off? Is that what like what the option was? I don't know.
2: Maybe. I mean they yeah, could I thought have they just
0: all built them with, with but that you're right. option. It does say optional.
2: <laughs> It could have been
0: part of like another package or something. Oh, you get tire hmm. pressure warning too here. It'd be another cool light to have on when you go wheeling. You don't. That's have a lot tire of features pressure? that
2: I didn't know. No, that. I, I didn't know you guys pressure. didn't have TPMS. Damn! Nope. Wow, I had no idea. Sorry, Jeff. I didn't mean to. Oh, no. i I'm, I'm I'm just as like wigged out about the TPMS and. As y'all are about the Bluetooth. <laughs> My bougie ass. Thought everybody had TPMS. <laughs> well,
0: well, we're gonna get to something else you have that we don't have here in a second. Cause cool. uh it's as cool. we get to 07 looks like something that really doesn't matter to uh some different codes.
3: <laughs> were yeah.
0: yeah, so that's that's important for the guy that does your pre purchase inspection. Yes. Uh but yeah, oh six oh seven. This is uh this is the best you can get if you're going. They got all the options, all the options. Yep. Um, now, how does the basically a Land Cruiser contest? Whoa, whoa. I just <laughs> found Land a good Cruiser. one. <laughs> so here's the differences, which is a good one. Uh, because it's. I think it's clear like the LX is the more luxurious of the vehicles. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's got more sound deadening. It's it's just it's got more wood paneling uh, in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it has night vision, and that's what, something I don't have night vision. I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
2: not very many people have night vision. Uh,
0: but yeah, so a couple of the big ones, uh, headlights that you know you notice on the LXs, the front is different. You don't have mm-hmm. one headlight across the front. You've got the, yeah. the multiple. So that's. Mm-hmm kind of the first thing uh, body cladding on the doors and quarter panels is a lot larger mm-hmm. than on the land cruiser. Um, oh, you had the, the telescoping steering wheel that breaks in 1998,
2: which is nice. Oh, wow.
0: okay. Yeah. Um, Hey, just needles will
2: hey. probably a little different. Okay. Where are your turn signals? On are the sides of the vehicle. Like they're on, like in your headlight housing.
0: On the uh, right, like, on like gauge? Outers. Oh, yeah, they're right on the outside of the headlight housing. Yeah. They're, they're so LX
2: is uh, you're talking about the headlights. Ours are in the bumper. In the oh,
0: that's right. Because you, when you put your aftermarket bumper on, yep. you had to install,
2: which yep, would little.
0: probably take the sleeve bumper out of an option.
2: Oh. Because the, the blueberry
0: doesn't have. Um, I guess you could probably put some lights, like mount a little light yeah. down there if you really yeah. needed to, but. but yeah, uh, it's,
2: it's all integrated into the lower
0: plastic bumper
2: so yeah that's oh. a difference
0: yeah that is a difference so. yeah mm-hmm. wheels are different um yep. ac and then uh yeah ahc is uh is standard the whole time yeah so if you have an lx without ahc it means someone has taken it off yep. and put on a far uh i don't know What's our stance you on H C now?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got this traditional suspension, <laughs>
1: unmodified. Uh, an unmodified vehicle, I would say, it'd be good to keep. If you yeah. have a modified vehicle, then I would say you're gonna take that out.
0: I was I was talking to my buddy who's looking for one just like commute for like a ten minute commute each day, and I was like, dude, just get like an L X, bro. Like you can, it has H C. He goes, it's expensive to maintain. I was like, no, it's not. It was right. like just. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be okay. I promise. Huh. I was yeah. like, you'll, you'll like the ride better. It'll be plush. Yeah. I think he. I think he went, so. I've been driving them that way because he also can find more. Like I was like, don't just stick to Land Cruisers because a lot more LXs mm-hmm. were produced than yeah, Land so, were we imported. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have a two to one number on those compared to Land, Land Cruisers, probably. Yep. Um, genuine leather. Genuine
3: leather. Ooh.
0: A genuine leather with wood steering and wood shift knob. Mm. are provided as optional equipment um the wood of the lx's do look nice it makes you feel like you're you're sitting on the throne yeah, yeah. it is nice it's fancy fancy wood <laughs> very nice wood um, <laughs> the speaker system is uh is also a little bit better i will say my land cruiser speakers are very bad very bad mm. zero bass
1: they're 25 years old.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could probably fix that, I guess. I put all uh, these
1: things in there. Both of them.
0: Yeah. Helps. It does. It does. Um, 03, some big changes here. Uh, you got some, what's that, exterior stuff. Running board lights. I've noticed those are nice with the LXs. Yeah, uh yeah. you open the door you got all these lights around you so you don't trip mm-hmm. i think guys
2: will uh um when they take the running board lights off well i know that for a fact there's a little uh, pigtail or not pigtail but a plug just that just hangs down and now you can run some rock lights on there using that power
0: right from a factory powerpoint that's cool
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah that is neat uh, this one, this one's pretty cool here um, that yeah. it automatically goes to recirculation if it detects smog in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. That's luxury like that it's is yeah. high class. <laughs> that's that's high. that's high class. That's even better than luxury. That's a better term. It's high class. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Uh, power windows, Lexus. What is Lexus Link? So like, if your car I think is that's stolen, like
2: you, no, th- <laughs> yeah, that's very, um, like OnStar. I think that's like the garage door opener.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, because okay. I have my my. There's a little button.
0: There's three buttons right where the sunglass holder is on the roof. And then here's another high class option, which yes. is night view system. Yeah. Uh, that's a wild to have. Yep,
2: night vision in 2003.
0: 2003, you were putting it on cars. Why don't we have that on everything right now? What happened? <laughs> Why can't I have that on a regular yeah. car? <laughs> I've been trying so to buy a 2003 out some... Lexus. I would have night vision, you not have this cool
2: option but yeah, <laughs> yep, <Yeah. laughs> yep. You will get an, a super ugly bulbous dash, um, and it'll be removed. That night vision will be removed if you take out your bumper, but um. But it won't be removed. It won't work as well if you swap out a bumper. But uh in two
0: thousand four, oh, oh. the leather seat material was changed from Imperial to Majesty. majesty. So while you are sitting on your
2: <laughs> nice wood, you can yeah, know great wood
0: you. in your chair <laughs> named Majesty. <laughs> God, I love Lexus. This is great. <laughs> Lexus link is discontinued in 05. And then in 06, Lexus link is added as optional.
2: So that's okay. So that's what, um, that's what that is then. So, cause I have that, those three buttons that I can program to three different garage doors or gates, uh, that, that's yeah, the cool. ECU. I think I've ran into that a couple times where my main key doesn't communicate with the transponder. And it will it'll just pretend like um, my battery's dead, and it'll we'll just keep trying to start the vehicle until I switch to the valet key. So that's something to keep in mind that that may cause you issues down the road, which I'm experiencing and have been experiencing for mm. a few years now.
0: <clears throat> yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Well, that that covers the install Ooh. guide. That's pretty thorough. That's it. Yep. It's a pretty pretty thorough guide. A uh, couple of note issues we talked about the starter, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and ninety eight accelerator position and throttle sensors malfunction. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty informative. Yeah. I'll have to give it to to Mister Christo on that one. Um, yeah, if you go through yeah. that every time, you should be able to have a pretty good idea of what you're buying.
1: Yep. Yeah, good luck buying the like, a vehicle with it's a lot of things.
0: You're not gonna find one that has everything at this stage. I mean, unless you're buying no, a no, low no, mileage no. 50k garage queen that's been yeah. living in Sarasota, Florida for the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so hope that helps y'all. Um we just spent yeah. like two hours on it, so hope the drive was long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's
2: a pretty thorough discussion I but heard.
0: you know when you're going out and spending fifteen thousand dollars on a two hundred thousand dollar vehicle or two hundred thousand mile vehicle i guess mm-hmm. a couple hours of listening to a bunch of uh amateurs talk isn't a bad idea no yeah. yeah um not too bad but no i i think it was it's pretty good i mean it's these are yeah they they're i mean they're cars at the end of the day like just look and see yeah. if shit's leaking see if it's rusted like it's a car, but there are a few things that are unique to them that, that you want to check out and, Mm -hmm. and and really be able to kind of look into, um, Jeff, nice call on bringing up the, um, the thud odometer. (laughs) (laughs) Drive. Uh, that's a, that's a good test to do that. That will always find something. Um, that's a good one. And then, uh, and then Steve coming in with the LX solids on uh, yeah. what those are, because I had no idea what <laughs> those Lexus <laughs> items are. Yeah. Steve's over here riding in, on majesty in his Lexus. <laughs> uh, I'm with my heart, with my nice wood. <laughs> me, and, me and Jeff yeah. are, are just living over here. Uh, but no, that was fun. That was cool. That was fun uh if y'all hopefully y'all found it uh good and and somewhat interesting to hang out with we'll uh we'll come back at you the next time we get back on this thing y'all take care guys
3: thanks all right peace